Hi friends and welcome to Live Life Well, the podcast. Our mission is to empower millennials to thrive and not just survive so that they can live a life full of purpose, joy and delight. My name is Amy and I'll be sharing the life-giving practices and lessons I've learned on this journey of failing forward. We'll be talking about how to balance your career, business and passions while maintaining your physical, mental and spiritual health. I'm dedicated to sharing from a place of authenticity and I'm going to give you VIP access to my conversations with wise mentors and guests. My hope is that by the end of each of these episodes, you'll have something you can apply to your life so that you can live it well. I hope this also just feels like we're sitting across from each other in a cafe over a nice cup of coffee or your favorite beverage and having a chat like old friends. Thanks for stopping by and let's get started. Hi everyone and welcome to episode 11 of Live Life Well, the podcast. If we haven't met before and this is the first time you're listening to our podcast, my name is Amy and I am your host. I work as a lawyer by day and I'm a creative always. And today we wanted to start the very first of our social justice segments as part of this podcast. So I will say that if you listened to our little intro to season two, you would have thought that we would have released an episode last week already. And unfortunately, due to life events, things happen. It got a little bit busy for me in work last week, and I just didn't have the mental space and capacity to actually release an episode because as you've probably heard already, I actually do the recording the editing, the uploading, the artwork and all that kind of stuff. And honestly, um, in this time of COVID, working in the workplace relations space is actually very busy. And I had one evening last week where I finished at 9.30 and it was just a bit hectic. And sometimes you just realise that you need to give yourself an opportunity to rest and have uh, a bit of self-care. And that's what happened this weekend. So I'm thankful that through my life experiences that I've realized that I can pick out the signs when I'm just very depleted and when I don't have the energy, it's better to actually just stop and rest rather than push through because that's what leads to burnout. And we're not wanting burnout here on this podcast. And we're here wanting people to burn bright, but not burn out. So Like I said before, if this is the first time you're joining us, we are in a series, a a kind of overarching series around the six dimensions of wellness. But because of a number of different things, we are also inserting a social justice aspect into this podcast because I realize that it's very easy for us to think inward and just think about self-development and And that's all well and good. I think it's important to continue to grow and develop yourself, but there's more to life than that. And that's what I've learned along the way. And that is the reason why we are starting this social justice stream within the podcast. So at the time of recording this episode, it has actually just been announced in our state of Victoria, in Australia, 
that we are going into stage four lockdown. And it can be very disheartening for sure. And there's a part of me that is kind of like, oh, you know, why are we going through this? And this is going to be really hard. My in-laws actually live um, outside of this five kilometer radius that we have to, you know, stay within our homes. And so that means that, you know, we really can't be seeing them for the next six weeks. And um, that's really tough. And I also recognize as well that a lot of other families have been affected by this lockdown um, and not just, I guess, within Australia, but obviously people not being able to travel overseas and our freedoms have definitely been reduced and you can definitely feel like there's a loss of control. So during this period of time, I think it's important to almost do the opposite of what fear would want you to do. And I think um, when you feel that there's a level or, you know, you've lost control of certain things, it's important. But one of the things I've learned is to actually be grateful for what you have, to actually flip it on its head and think about things that we can be grateful for. And some of the things that I've been thinking about in Victoria and things that I can be grateful for is that I still have my health, that my family is healthy as well. And also that as much as my freedoms, not being able to leave the house um, for, you know, shopping or for doing just the things that we used to like being able to do, like catching up with friends and things. This is very, this is a very small sacrifice given the stakes of health and, you know, looking after others and looking after our neighbor. And when you also think and get a bit of perspective outside of yourself, you realize that we actually in Australia, that we still have a lot more freedoms than a lot of people in the world. And this kind of segues, I think, into the topic that I wanted to introduce as part of our social justice stream, which is human slavery. And some of you, this is going to be a really kind of deep dive into this particular topic. And we may cover things that you, uh, that you may find distressing. So I encourage you that if you are triggered by anything in this post, sorry, not in this post, in this podcast, then please reach out and please um, uh, don't just stew on it by yourself because I think it's important that in these podcast episodes, particularly when we're talking about social justice issues, that we don't just stew on it by ourselves but actually um, discuss it. And that's the reason why we have our Live Life Well, the podcast community group as well on Facebook, so that we can actually continue the conversation after we talk about these uh, matters. So you might have thought that human slavery was abolished. Um, you might have heard of William Wilberforce, Abraham Lincoln in the US who abolished, you know, helped with the abolish, abolition of slavery. However, human slavery still exists and human slavery means that those people who are living in human slavery or in the slave trade being trafficked do not have freedom. They actually do not have a voice in society because they're often firstly marginalised. They don't have 
the opportunity to speak on behalf of themselves. And so that's partly the reason why I wanted to introduce this topic is because the people who are actually experiencing this, living in slavery, living without freedom, they can't speak on behalf of themselves. So this is the reason why I've started here with this topic and I'll kind of explain a little bit about how I came across it, why why I'm passionate about it and how you can learn more for yourself, open and expand your horizons, I guess, and understanding about this particular topic, but then also what you can do as well. So a few action points at the end of this podcast. But firstly, I guess, human trafficking or human slavery, what is it, right? So human trafficking is slavery. It's the illegal trade of human beings. It's the recruitment, control, and use of people for their bodies and for their labor. Through force, fraud, and coercion, people everywhere are being bought and sold against their will right now in the 21st century. So I'm actually reading some of this from a website, which I will direct you to at the end of this uh, episode. Um, But phrases like, you know, slavery and human trafficking can still, you know, feel a bit ambiguous. They're kind of big words, but the, you know, long and the short of it is that slavery and human trafficking is violence. It's physical, verbal and sexual abuse. It's forced prostitution and it's barbaric working conditions. So often people who are caught up in the human trafficking industry, people who are victims of this, are people who are vulnerable. A lot of, most of them are women, but a third of them are also children. So there can, there are, I think they said over 40 million slaves in the world today so it means that you don't have a right to what you do and you don't have a say in what people do to you or what you're forced to do and the 40 million plus people um, who are slaves in this world today it's more than it's ever been in human history and one percent of victims um may be rescued. So it's a very small percentage of people who may actually leave this particular industry. It's an industry that is about 150 billion US dollars every year. So it's the fastest growing criminal industry in the world. This can include sex trafficking. So forcing, deceiving or cursing a person to perform commercial sexual acts. Forced labor, so forcing someone to work in captivity for little or no pay. Bonded labor, so forcing a person to work for low wages to pay back an impossible debt. Involuntary domestic servitude, so forcing someone to work or live in the same place for little or no pay. And then there's also child soldiers as well, forcing a child to participate in, say, like an armed force. So often... um, People are trafficked using a number of different methods. I think the majority of them, they say, is through a false job advertisement. So sometimes people who are in vulnerable situations, they may see an offer that's almost too good to to be true. Say like they live in the country, 
and then they see someone advertising say you know there's this job in the city so you know and because they need to provide for their family or they're the oldest in their family and they need to look after their siblings then they'll go off and you know um come um sorry go to the city and realize that you know it was a false job advertisement um and they get forced into a situation where they can't actually get out of um that job and they are very vulnerable because they won't know anyone in the city and they can't actually contact their family so that's a very common reason sometimes people are actually sold by their families um or abducted they could be trafficked by a friend false immigration so many different um you know reasons why some people may find themselves as victims of human trafficking and so it can be quite depressing when you look at the stats and i know for myself that it's it's also almost unthinkable that these things could be happening um and this could be the first time that you've heard about it like and it's very um the thing is it's quite real and it's quite um it's not just restricted by geographical factors so it happens in not just um say like the the southeastern asian countries it's happening in europe it's happening in the us it's even happening in australia like there's a fair bit of um cyber sex um crimes that are happening as well and that kind of is usually a it's a form of not uh, i would say that usually the people or the victims of that type of crime have been uh abused by their family members or people who have preyed on the weak to satisfy the corrupt i guess sexual desires of people in who are sitting at home and watching for example like child pornography or something like that or actually watching children hurting other children and finding satisfaction in that so it's pretty um yeah it's quite distressing to be honest um and part of the reason why like i said um i am bringing this to the table is actually that the first step is actually awareness is to build awareness in the community that this is actually happening and it's not okay for me the first time i really heard about human trafficking was back in about 2010 there was this um woman called Christine Kane and i was at a faith based conference and she was talking about the fact that she was in Greece and this is how i remember it maybe it's slightly different but she saw um a child who was the same age as her daughter who was being trafficked on the streets or she got exposed to um trafficking while in Greece holiday in Greece and so when this happened you know it broke her heart and she realized that she could not look away that she had to do something about what she was seeing right there in the streets of Greece and she shared this story and she then came back to australia and talked to her husband about it i think long story short they started this organization called a21 so it's with the mission to abolish slavery within the 21st century it's a huge goal but 
they have done some amazing work with saving people from um, or rescuing people out of human trafficking situations. And they are one of the organisations that I think have a lot of people on the ground who not just rescue people, but it's also helping people gain dignity and also to, um, I guess, have rehabilitation, recovery and restoration because often people who come out of trafficking situations, they may be ostracised by their families, they may not, they don't have a job and all this kind of stuff. So I think some of that is also teaching them skills so that they can reintegrate into society. So A21 um, is actually, yeah, I was looking at their website. So some of the information that I just shared with you is from their website. So I would highly recommend that if you want to educate yourself a little bit more, A21 is a good place to go, a21.org. Um, so that was kind of where my why I was introduced to human trafficking or the issues of human trafficking. My journey, I guess, um, continued on. I started to raise some funds for um, A21. I did the Melbourne Run, I think Run Melbourne, um, marathon i didn't do the full marathon just did a 10k run but um raising funds for them and then also slowly like continuing to educate myself and remind myself of the reasons why i wanted to be an advocate for this and um what has happened more recently i guess is that i came across another organization called international justice mission i think this was when i was in law school and I found out that they had this project um, in the Philippines and how they, their way of actually combating, I guess, human trafficking and violence against children and women primarily, but also, you know, young men and men as well who get caught up in this um, cycle of abuse and violence is that they actually partner with um the local police like they go in and do a fair bit of research and understanding what's going on on the ground and actually partners with local police to help reduce the number of children who are available on the streets who were vulnerable for trafficking and there were some amazing results which i think it's best if you go to their website and learn more about what they do and their work but um yeah so international justice mission or ijm.org what I'll do is I'll also put a list of um, things in our Facebook group, which you can join um, about some resources and how you can educate yourself more on this particular topic. Um, so yeah, IJM was another organization that I came across that was doing great work. And then more recently when I started my side business or small business called Art by Ames, I wanted to make sure that there was still a, a social justice stint on it and I came across an organization called Generation 414 and it was run or is still run by uh, an amazing lady called um, Christine Teo. She's someone who's survived her own story of um, yeah, abuse and, um, and challenges in that space and she's very passionate about being part of the anti-human trafficking movement and so part so in 2019 my uh, 10 of the profits of art by aims uh, and when i say profits it's more about 10 of the sales <laughs> went to uh, support a survivor um, of human trafficking 
and uh, through Generation 414. And then more recently, as you kind of been following me on other social media channels or you get my um, mailing list newsletter, you would have heard that I have recently been asked to write some communication pieces, be involved with the social media side of things for an organisation called For Dignity. And it is a boutique, an online boutique that sells uh, products and clothes and homewares that are actually created in an ethical and sustainable way and um, grows um, a percentage of profits go to organizations that actually support the anti-human trafficking movement, help survivors. A number of the brands that they source on their website also directly um, help the victims of human trafficking or survivors of human trafficking. Um, there's a particular brand called Basha as well, um, or Basha, and um, which all their blankets are made um, or put together by women who have who were vulnerable um, to human trafficking and their organization is great in terms of providing jobs dignified work and paying their workers correctly um, so that they do not have to um, turn to situations that may lead them to be victims of human trafficking so it's kind of been a journey and I won't say that I know every single thing about human trafficking and the intricacies of what's involved, but I think my passion for it, to see the end of human trafficking is what has driven me to record this podcast and use my voice as a way in which I can communicate this issue and speak on behalf of those who have no voice speak on behalf of victims, speak on behalf of survivors and share this information with you so that you can start, if you haven't already, to educate yourself, to learn more about this issue, to start talking to people about this issue and then think about ways in which you can actually help, you know, um, someone who may be trafficked or been victims of trafficking by, like I said, you know, purchasing something that they've made, um, creating jobs for them that way, uh, but also to talk to people in your circles as well. Because I think that sometimes we think, oh, you know, I only have, I don't know, say like five or 10 followers on Instagram or Facebook or, you know, how much of an influence could I be? Um, how could I speak up on behalf of these victims or these survivors? And we all actually have a platform. We all have influence, even if you don't hold a leadership position or title. You've got a family, you've got some friends, you've got a community. And if you don't have a community or you feel like you don't have friends, then please reach out and please like join our podcast community because we're a lovely bunch of people. But in any, um, most likely, you will have a sphere of influence. And it's just an opportunity to actually share the things that you're learning that modern slavery is real and in, in existence. And if we're thinking about the freedoms that we might be denied, how much more important it is to bring freedom to people who actually have no freedom at all. They, they don't have a freedom to decide for some of them, maybe like the time that they wake up in the morning because they have their slave masters deciding that for them 
or they don't have a freedom to look after, you know, their own body because someone is selling them for um, sexual favors or sexual acts. So hopefully, you know, I know it's a very heavy topic and particularly given that this podcast is going to be released on a Monday morning, it may not be the kind of thing that you want to sink your teeth into straight away. So, but I encourage you not to look away and I encourage you not to just think like, oh, that's a really tough topic and oh, that's really horrible. But, and just to um, forget about it or just try to distract yourself from it. Because I think that if there is a time and place, I guess, to be thinking about these bigger issues that exist in our world, it would be a time. It would, this is as good as time as any. Like if we're, if all the other things, all the distractions are being stripped away, why not think about ways in which we can actually make the world a better place? Um, just because COVID is happening doesn't mean that human trafficking and human slavery isn't happening. If anything, it's probably exacerbating it because um, a lot of the workers who might have been, say, in, in the sex industry, like they won't have um, their, their income is probably gone um, and they... I know of some situations uh, where these women who they've been locked into locked in these brothels and they don't have any food. Um, this is particularly true in Bangladesh. Um, like I said, uh, the organization Basha that I've kind of learned a little bit more about, they were going around and actually giving food packs to women who were stuck in these brothels and who had no income and they had no food and so they would have starved. So, you know, COVID is, has impacted our freedoms, but it's impacted a lot of other lives, even in worse situations, I think. So it's not to discount, obviously, the frustration that most people are feeling in Victoria and obviously the families that have um, lost a, you know, relative, mums and dads and grandparents and even children who have died because of COVID. I think um, my desire, I guess, in this podcast is really just to open our eyes a little bit wider, um, appreciate what we do have and not be complaining all the time. I know I'm guilty of that as well, but to actually look beyond ourselves and think about, okay, this is a real thing and we're part of a global community. We can't just ignore you know, our brothers and sisters around the world who are experiencing this. And once you know about it, unfortunately, we have a responsibility now. So now that you've listened to this podcast, I want to encourage you to think about and research. I think maybe the first step is research and understand what is actually going on on the ground. So like I mentioned, A21, um, International Justice Mission, and you can have a look at also some you know, organizations that are actually doing, um, you know, ways in which they can actually support financially um, the victims of human trafficking. And so education first. Secondly, I want to challenge you to actually talk to someone you know about this issue. And you may get some weird looks. You should be like, why are you bringing this up in this time where, you know, I'm restricted on my freedoms and you're talking about someone else's freedoms. But I just ask and challenge you to think, to press in a bit harder and have 
that perspective, that global perspective as well to all of this. And yeah, and go from there, I think. And then when you start talking about it, then you can also think about like maybe some um, practical ways in which you could either donate to these organisations like A21 or International Justice Mission or purchasing, you know, goods that will actually go towards helping the the women, um, particularly, like I said, uh, who and children who have been affected by human trafficking. And then go from there. <laughs> I think that we all have a part to play in this issue. Um, I was talking to a friend today and it's almost like once you know about this um, or know about any kind of social justice issue, then it becomes a question for yourself to think about, you know, what, what am I supposed to do with this? How can I make a difference? And I think that is actually part of living well. So like, you know, it is kind of connected, it is connected to what it means to live life well, which is kind of the purpose of this podcast is to empower you as an individual to thrive and not just survive and I think thriving involves actually um, not just being self-centered and self-serving but it's actually giving of ourselves and giving of our time our efforts as well to the betterment of the world and looking after others and then that is often that place where you then find your purpose and then you find your joy and delight in being able to not just satisfy you know your own needs and and think about your own shock you know things that you're denied of but it's also like what do I have in my hands what can I use right now to make someone else's life better or make the planet better so I think I have spoken enough now but again like I hope that it's sparking some thoughts in your mind about this issue and what I'm hoping to do in our next social justice segment is to actually bring you an interview that I had with an amazing woman um, who actually runs one of these organizations that brings hope and brings dignified work to women who are vulnerable to human trafficking and yeah that will be what will be happening in our next social justice segment. So in terms of what's going on after this, um, what I've realised, and again, this is just kind of segueing into what's happening after this particular episode, is that we will actually have a break and then we will recommence with a new topic in our Six Dimension of Wellness uh, series, which is on occupational wellness. And we have our guest already lined up for that. And... I know this is already like changing things a little bit, but this is a, a passion project of mine. And I've realized that as much as it's so fun to plan these things out, sometimes life happens and you just have to go with it. And like I mentioned at the start of this episode, I've just found that work has just been really busy for me and I have to prioritize that along with my own mental health and all the other things, you know, that makes this engine run. And so rather than, I think my, in the intro of season two, I'd said like, oh, you know, we'll have a week off and then we'll have three episodes and then we'll have another break. I think what's actually going to work out and probably sits a lot better is that we'll have one episode every fortnight. And then that way it gives you an opportunity to kind of 
sink your teeth into these topics because they're usually quite meaty, to be honest, and also that we can have some follow-up conversations in between episodes in our Facebook group. So again, if you have not joined our Facebook group yet, please uh, please join us. It's called Live Life Well, the podcast community. You can find it on Facebook or I will also put the link in the show notes of this episode as well. So I think that brings us to the end of this episode. Thank you for joining in this conversation about human trafficking, about social justice, and I hope you have been challenged and I hope that you will um, think about these issues and continue to kind of mull on this a bit longer and chew on this type of material. Again, if you have any, if you're finding this distressing at all, please reach out, but we want to really give you tools and empower you to live life well. So I hope that has happened and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. It was my joy and delight to bring it to you. And I do hope that you are excited as I am about this journey of discovering what it means to live life well. I would love to hear your feedback on the episode and what you're looking forward to. So please leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you are listening to this podcast. I would also love to extend an invitation to join our Instagram community where you can get some behind the scenes of how we record this podcast, have further opportunities to engage in the content we share and also meet like-minded individuals on their quest to live life well. You can find and follow us on Instagram with the handle livelifewell underscore the podcast and you can find what's happening with my small business over on Instagram as well with the handle art.by.ames. Thanks again for joining and see you in the next episode.